make us to be saints who are growing, who are building up, who are adding up, who are even soaring by the things that we hear. We receive grace tonight to soar immensely in the name of Jesus. We will never ever be the same. Our lives will speak forth your glory. We shall be what you want us to be. And we shall make the difference that you want us to make. We will not be coming to church in vain. Our lives will speak forth your glory. And Lord, at the end of it all, we will make our calling. Even in in the process of time, it will be clear that we are making our calling and election sure. And at the end of the day, an abundant entrance shall be ministered unto us into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord. For he that will come will come. He shall surely come. But he will not find us ashamed because an abundant entrance shall be ministered unto us on that day. You will be glad to see us on that day. You will be glad to receive us into his everlasting kingdom on that day. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. We thank the Lord for tonight and the privilege of his word to build us up and give us an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Never think that you are the same without the word of God. Never. However you came to that realization, throw it out of your mind. You are never the same. There is something that happens to people who hear God's word. Scripture shows us that. And then those who don't hear God's word too, there's something they don't have. Or else Jesus would not have said to the two ladies, which I believe they represent the church. For the church is like a woman. So we have the Martha church and then the Mary church. And Jesus said that one thing is needful. And so never think that you are the same without the word of God. That is why you must make an effort to hear God's word. Those who don't hear it and are different from those who hear. I mean, not just hearing, but keeping it. So if you don't have the word of God at all, there is something that you are missing. And how we thank God for his word. Because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen. So when we come like this, it's not, it's not even like Bible studies. You know, we are coming to hear the word of God, which will do something to us. That's why I want everybody to be here. For instance, I read a line by a man. He said, he, he, he wrote to the wife and said, I, I realize that I love you more when I love God more. In other words, something of God is acting on him and therefore he is behaving in a certain way. So it's not just Bible studies. How many chapters have you read? That kind of thing. Were you in the service? No. It, it's to improve our lives. Real improvement. Real improvement. 
become a better person you you increase in life and oh if the whole church were present every time you know there are some people we accuse them of we accuse them of dragging the class behind you know maybe they were not in class when we start the lesson then they raise their hands the whole show <laughs> in the church it can be like that or even in your house see that either a wife is dragging the man behind or the man is dragging the woman behind or something so as for God's word I'm fully aware that we are coming to improve our lives you see sometimes the words in the Bible um, cloud certain things you know the English language you hear words like edify you see the word edify is not just something we use in church very careful don't use the word edify when we get out of church I'm warning you be very careful the word edify edify simply means to build up to be built not bodybuilding the life God has put in you becoming what God wants it to be whether as a husband, wife, manager, and all of that. Leaders. Leaders should be in church. How are you leading without the word of God? In the Old Testament, the Lord said that the king, we should make a copy. Those days they used to do, they write it by hand. Make a copy of the law for the king to keep. What for? For the grace you know. The man has to read it. So that he can be a better leader. So that's why we are here. It's a real life practical session. It's not the pastor who makes it practical. It is practical already. You know, that is the mistake of certain people. You look at the word of God and it's like, no, we have to bring something. There's nothing to bring. The way you do well in your business is here. If you read Proverbs 10 times, you'll be very rich. <laughs> Amen. If you read Psalms, twice only once you will get closer to god you will love god something will happen to you that is the whole point i think sometimes some people don't see the connectivity between that so they think they have to go and listen to some man with sense if god can make sense who can make sense we are in one of the portions of the scripture that can improve our lives in a significant way so much it can turn the mediocre Christian into an excellent Christian. I told you last week, you can, you, you can be a Christian, but a mediocre Christian. It can turn a miserable Christian. See, there's, there's a connection between miserable people and indiscipline. Or says, you always wake up at 10. So that you, you are sad. <laughs> you are like, oh, <laughs> It's not, it's not anybody making you sad you yourself you become unhappy you can be a Christian but ignorant very ignorant sometimes I feel embarrassed when I'm reading about certain people and they are saying that this man read this book hundred times over somebody like Charles Harden Spurgeon has etched his name in church history and we are told he read Pilgrim Progress hundred times more than 100 times yeah so that is the record of people like that and they are not ignorant so we are in a chapter 
that can make us happy Christians, soaring. If you think you want to be unhappy, you ignore what we are saying. You will see how unhappy you No knowledge, no discipline, no excellence. I mean, you don't need anybody to make you angry. You'll be angry yourself in practically every aspect of your life. Now, this is how the Christian life is. It is not a flat life. See, it's not a flat life. On the Christian landscape, there are high rises. We are all like buildings. And this is the building blocks for a high rising Christian life. Jesus himself said in Luke chapter 6, Luke six forty seven, Whosoever comes to me and hear my sayings and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. He's like a man which built. Take note of the word built. He built a house. So our lives are like houses. How high do you want to go? And he dig deep and laid a foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. It's not a flat course. We, we build up in our Christian life. You should be able to say, I was here. But I'm no more there. Like this year. You should be able to say, this is how I was last year, but I'm not like that this year. Because I have built up. And it's a decision you make to build up. Which will contribute to your joy. To make you happy. You forget about being holy. You will be happy that you are growing. Amen. It's wrong to be holy and depressed. It means the graph is not going well. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. Acts 20 32. And now brethren I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up. Build you up. Say after me. Build me up. And to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Amen. I like the energy down there. I don't know what you have drank. I think you are filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's a sound of revival. As for revival, dear, we are swimming in it with all the proofs and evidences. Biblical revival. So the apostle says he's commending us to God and the word of his grace, which is able to build us up. It makes us live a flat course of life. And give us an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Ephesians 4.13 Till we, we all come in the unity of the faith. Let's read verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. The word edify there is build for the building up. We all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, somebody who is maturing because you have added certain things to your faith unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. Before you think about anything you do in the world, think about your Christian life as your first career. Your first career. What is, what, what is my job? 
Paul says that we should walk worthy according to the vocation wherewith Christ has called us. So you have a job. How are you supposed to work? You are diligent when you go to work. Now your Christian life is exactly like that. You exert yourself. And again, I'm, I, 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 you know, I'm like a salesman this evening. You'll be happy. Amen. You know, they tell you the reason why you need this product is because of this. You see that you will be joyful. All sad and depressed people I know, they are not making improvement in their life. They are not growing. So they are depressed. They are not happy. But when you are making strides, you are soaring, you'll be happy. And this year, somebody is soaring. I'll never give my soaring away. Will you give yours away? Jude 1. The verse 20. Jude 20. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. See, so Jesus himself spoke about building up. The apostles are adding their voice to it. That this thing is not a flat course. When you buy a piece of land, you say you want to build. Your joy is that you will do something. So you see the foundation, then you are happy. Then you see the thing begin to go up. Then you are learning some few words from the builders. You know, there's something called foundation, there's something called pillar, there's something called lentil, there's something called this. At first, you did not know all those things. But it's not just... You know, sometimes when I meet people or I'm talking with people, most people, and they are like, especially when they are building, my house has reached a lentil. You can't stay inside. But they are happy. I don't know what a lentil is anyway. It's like my, my house. Do you know what a lentil is? It has reached lentil. Okay, go ahead and stay inside. The way the rain will beat you. But the mere fact that he has taken off, may you hit a lentil level and over in your Christian life. You can stay back and you look at your life and say, wow, what a life. And you can look at each other. You can look at the church and I'm happy for people. You can look at each other and you're happy. Because you can see the growth happening. So my beloved, build up yourselves on your most holy faith. The word beloved is faith. So beloved, you are now accepted in the beloved. But add. See that? Build up on your most holy faith. That's right there. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Why is that many people don't build? They don't build because it's hard work to build. It takes discipline to build. It takes diligence to build. And that's exactly how it is in the Christian life. It requires diligence to build, to add up to our Christian life. And again, if you do, you'll be happy. Amen.
I'm saying exactly what Jesus says. Happy are those who happier. You see, Christianity is not God's opportunity to take happiness from his creation. No, it is the best place of joy. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house, not the beer You become happy. It, it never crosses your mind that your spouse is cheating. Cheating from where? You are all Christians. Huh? Only God knows why the people in the world they have BP and many things. Things you have not even seen, they're imagining. <laughs> this woman I stay with. I I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, it's a blessing to be a Christian. It's a blessing to be a child of God. Blessed are, blessed are, blessed are, blessed are. Even when you are being persecuted, you say you are blessed. Just make sure you have the right attitude. That's all. Don't, don't trade your, 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 your joy away. Keep it. And enjoy that life of happiness that Christ has given unto us. Amen. That's why we can't wait to get to heaven. It's pure joy. In his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand side there are pleasures forevermore. And so today, we are adding, my, my real prayer embedding is that these things will be concretized in our lives. We will really be going in that direction. We won't remain as we are. With all diligence, we are adding to our faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance, which is an army in itself. Temperance is an army in itself and you are the general you send your voice to control things I put my body under and then you add to temperance patience now we began from diligence you know I mean uh, as the means of adding these things now among these things to be added if there is anything that comes closer to the diligence itself it is this patience the word patience you know confuses a lot of people in the bible especially in this uh, uh, authorized version you know when you say patience immediately their mind goes to somebody who is just was lean back waiting for anything to happen in fact that is not the best way to live life there is long suffering which is to hang in but in spite of whatever is going on but it's not that kind of passive resignation oh I'm just there no now, this patience is perseverance. In most places when you see the word patience used, that is what he's talking about. Because Christianity is a persevering faith. The Christian business is not for the faint-hearted. You don't have a strong heart. 
you, you can't do this thing. And yet it's by the grace of God. For when I am weak, Paul said, then I am strong. What is patience? It is cheerful or hopeful endurance. See that? Cheerful. It's not just endurance, dry endurance. Gritting your teeth. That's not what he's talking about. It is a cheerful endurance. A hopeful endurance. Colossians 1.11 Colossians 1.11 Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience, perseverance, and long-suffering. You see, he has broken it into two now. Patience and then what? Long-suffering. Perseverance and long-suffering. See, there are two different things. Long-suffering simply means suffering long. I mean, the ability to... It's a a Christian attitude of being nice. Even when people are not being nice to you. That is long-suffering. But patience... It's not that. That one is speaks of movement in spite of whatever. So he said, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. So we do this thing with joyfulness, cheerful or hopeful endurance. You know that what you are doing, it has a reward, it has an end. It also means waiting, but a hopeful waiting. Hopeful waiting. It is perseverance with exuberance. You are excited that you are persevering. It's like we're winning a race. What does the eagle do when there are strong winds and stormy gales? Gales. It does not depress him. No, that is the best time for the eagle. He glides in it. The wind helps it to move. When it flaps its wings, it burns more energy. But when the storm comes, it reserves its energy. (laughs) And then it is moving. May you reserve energy in spite of storms. This year something is happening our troubles and problems will make no difference at all we are the difference makers we ourselves we are making the difference praise the lord and now that we believe in the prophets it is something else so that is the picture of perseverance think of an eagle that is enjoying the storm down here people call it hurricane cyclone tornado the man is having a party in the skies <laughs> for when men shall say there's a casting down you shall say what there is a lifting up we are fully aware of all that is going on in the country and around the world and whatever but we shall glide we shall go like this go like this go like that by the grace of God a 
Amen. The only wise God knows why he wants us to add certain things to our lives. Christianity is the most meaningful life to live. It's not meaningless. It's very meaningful. It is outside of Christ that is meaningless. What, what, what are you doing? It makes no sense. No wonder their philosophy, it was the philosophy finest of the world that said, let us drink and eat for tomorrow we die. It didn't come from fools of the fools of the it is their wise men who said it. It's, it's a philosophy. And if you know anything about philosophy, it is the celebrated wise men in the world who make up the class of philosophers. And that is their wisdom. Meaningless. What are the reasons for perseverance? Number one, perseverance because there will be trials in our way. An untried Christian is not living the Christian life yet. An untried Christian, you are not living it yet. The Christian is not exempt from afflictions and trials. In fact, many may be his, his trials and afflictions. First Thessalonians chapter 3 from verse 3. First Thessalonians 3, 3. That no man should be moved by this affliction. Say, I will not be moved. No man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto. Paul says, I think we told you that everybody will receive an appointment letter to that. So why are you surprised? For verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation even as it came to pass. And you know, what are new converts hearing today? Thank God for grace and truth. For this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith. Listen, faith can be known. We can know your faith like we know your health. Let's buy some means that tempter have tempted you and our labor being been through these trials. But now when Timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity. May we hear good tidings of your faith. And that you have good remembrance of us always. You have not forgotten your pastor. The apostles were very concerned about their relationship with, the, with, with, their, with their flock. In the church, relationships between the minister and the members is like a mother and a child. Paul said, we were affectionately desirous of you. As a nurse cherished her children. A nursing mother. So he said, you have good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us as we also to see you. May that be your attitude. Praise God. I take notice of people who stay away. Yes. Jesus said, I would have gathered you as a hen gather the chicken, but you would not. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. If 
there is any time you need supervision protection care it is now now is our salvation nearer than when we believe verse 7 therefore brethren we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith may the way you conduct yourself bring a comfort even when your minister is having trials and affliction so the christian is not exempt from afflictions and trials the word of god is said that if read well and believed it takes away surprises from the christian if well read and believed it takes away surprises you wouldn't go like hey is this part is this also part of christianity when it is a real part first peter chapter 4 verse 1 like i said in this book nobody should be in a hurry to take christians out of afflictions furnace you bind you know you want to take them out of it when it is just one it's just god's way of bringing them to a greater glory what are a lot of you know prayer warriors doing trying to pray joseph out of all the, the things he went through no you see you must understand the will of god don't rush into things the bible says you have need of patience that after you have done the will of god you might inherit you might have the promise we should be very discerning we should not have anti-trial response immediately no sometimes god will do something for you but it, he wants to do something bigger than that just let's let this person go through this for a season but the immature attitude is no then god will not sleep <laughs> If, if if he sleeps at all we would disturb him until he does something about it <laughs> please that's not how things work first peter chapter 4 verse 1 for as much then as christ has suffered for us in the flesh arm yourselves likewise with the same mind for he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Look at that. No surprises. Verse 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try. That's Peter to the, the church. He said, it's not a strange thing. As though some strange thing happened unto you. In our part of the world, if there is no water at a certain point, it's not a strange thing. Are you following what I'm saying? <laughs> don't, don't go like you have not seen some before. You are angry. You, I mean, where do you, do you come from? This is how we live here. <laughs> yes. So don't, don't think it is strange that you are going through certain things. But rejoice. Verse 13 hallelujah rejoice and praise the lord 
in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's offering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Amen. So, there is constant endurance with cheerfulness whilst we are going through all of that. And when Christ comes, you will be glad also with exceeding joy. You meet joy with joy. Amen. That is Christianity. We, we must be careful that we are not standing on some part of God's word, but we are standing on all of God's word. Paul said, I have not shunned to declare unto you the whole counsel of God. And if it is the whole counsel of God, it will include trials. In fact, part of the faith syllabus includes trials. You can't teach faith without trials. What is faith for? So once faith has come, forget about trials. It, it, it is not, it's not biblical. The Bible speaks of the trial of our faith. Number two, reason for perseverance. Perseverance because there will be times of weariness. Oh, yes. Weariness in any form. I'm talking of fatigue. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27. Second Corinthians 11, 27. In weariness. It's okay. In what? Sometimes you think you know the Christian faith better until you go and read the Bible and you check those who were the original saints. Though we have the same life precious faith. Because this is what sets the, sets the record for us that this is how the thing is. In weariness. But did he quit? No. Weariness can be spiritual. Spiritual weariness. It can be emotional. And it can even be physical. You are just tired. The purpose of weariness is to take strength from you. But the only way of strength, ironically, is to persevere. So the thing that wants to retire you and make you say enough of this thing the way to now be strong to 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 overcome that is to persevere first corinthians chapter 16 verse 23 verse, verse 13 16 13 watch ye say i will watch stand fast in the faith say i will stand Quit you like men. Be strong. The word quit there is play the man. Be a man. Today I read something about marks of a man. As if we don't know who a man is. And then the, the, the the author said he was making some good points he said the difference between a man and a boy one of the points that a man is a protector a boy is a predator 
You understand? A boy counsels some people. You are not a man. I think you understand what I'm saying. When we say predator, you are looking for, you, you are saying, you know, uh, 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 sisters in the church are gossip. <laughs> and you can slaughter. You are, you are a boy. Men are protectors. When you come after your wife, you see that they are, if you are armed robbers, they are stronger than you. Suddenly, something will come. Real men protect, but boys, they are predators. Anytime we see somebody who is being like that, no matter his age, know that he's a boy. <laughs> 75 year old boy. <laughs> I read of another man. They, you know, sometimes when you hear a story, you are going to, you are thinking of the age. They called him a. Uh, uh, church plunderer. What is his crime? He had been stealing properties from churches. And what is his age? 65 years. <laughs> nice, nice things from various churches are in his custody. From Sweden, from here, from here. <laughs> church plunderer. He's a boy. <laughs> so watch you stand fast in the faith quit you like men even if we're a woman be like a man that is what he's saying and of course if we're a man be a man <laughs> amen quitting is never an option for the Christian never you said you are a Christian within three months you went to BFC you graduated what what do you understand about christianity you have to sit all these people down and teach them again the first principles of the faith yes all the ministries in the churches have time for discipling what kind of faith you know just your faith is up one month it is no more Quitting is never an option for the Christian. Somebody has been Christian for from the age of 23 and the person is now 80 plus. You, you are just a Christian within your you are not added, you have not celebrated the next birthday. It has expired. If you ever feel like quitting, running to hide, that is not Christian attitude. So what do you lack? Add to your faith. Patience. Christian attitude is heroic. See that? Christians are daring people. These are the words to use for Christians. Daring. Brave. Courageous. It is to stand and having done all to stand. Ephesians 6 verse 13. 6 13. Wherefore, take unto the whole armor of God perseverance that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to quit to stand in weariness stand therefore see i will stand having your loins get about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness
Judges chapter 8, verse 4. The business of perseverance is not for the faint-hearted. You need to play the man. Judges 8, verse 4. And Gideon came to Jordan and passed over. He and the 300 men that were with him faint yet pursuing what a scripture they were weary but they had added to their faith the faith of their father abraham perseverance no matter how weary you get spiritually emotionally or physically may you never faint may you still pursue the heavenly goal press on it's amazing how you discover strength just ahead if you you relax and relax you won't have that strength tiredness is not actually real you can break through it yeah it looks like you are tired therefore you must be retired it's not true you can still find strength ahead you can still find what yes just one more stroke and you find your strength ahead why do we need perseverance why do we add to our faith these things patience because we are in the last days perseverance that is the third thing perseverance because we are in the last days patience because we are in the last days listen the best player you must feature in this last day games the best player is perseverance you must you must feature perseverance in this last days the last day strategy of the enemy of our souls is to wear us out think about it he wants to wear you out daniel chapter 7 verse 25 daniel 7 verse 25 and he shall speak great words against the most high and shall wear out the saints that is not a good thing where are the sins of the most high thank god for the holy spirit revealing that to us he's speaking about the last days the antichrist who john says he's already in the world i mean there will come a real antichrist that will be inaugurated but his spirit his manifestation is on the land and what is the agenda the shadow reveals the substance of the antichrist the same thing he's is wearing out the same but it's why a christian you don't want to be left behind when christ comes for us because you and the antichrist are not going to be a small thing i mean even now he's wearing us out at that time you'll be out <laughs> Hmm. 
and he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws and they shall be given into his hand until the time and times and the dividing of time. The word wear out is to afflict and handle roughly. If you have heard the word rough handle, that is exactly what the devil wants to do with the saints. He is not, he is not plainly smooth. And I'm using tonight's message to once again alert us about this enemy. This year you must see Satan for real and deal with him for real. He's not playing games. He came into the garden. Since then, the world has never been the same. He will really wear us out. He came into the wilderness where the Lord was fasting and praying. He will come after us if we have his holy name on us. He will. Anything Christ, he comes after it. Immediately, Jesus said, I'll build my church. Then he added, because the meeting already gone on in hell. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Church, we must be there. We must fight against it. Christian, we must fight. Look at Paul. Who was after him when he was killing Christians? They could have voted for him to become high priest or whatever. But when he now became a minister, all hell broke loose. When Peter was catching fish, nobody was disturbing him. When he started healing the sick, preaching the gospel, they came after him until they arrested him. The devil is in town, but perseverance shall win the day. If we are Christians, then we should expect that Satan will put up a dirty fight against us. Don't expect a truce with the arch enemy. Don't expect a peace part. But the devil will understand he's oh, it's okay. They, they, he doesn't get that. He is here to wear us out. He's at his dirtiest, the saints must be at our holiest. He's at his worst, and we must be at our best. And he can't touch our lives until the Lord says it is over for us. We have immunity. We have security. He that is born of God keepeth himself, and the evil one toucheth him not. But you must persevere as he brings out his plans to wear you out. Second Thessalonians 3 5. We are in the last days. There is something more important than even the devil wearing us out, trying to wear us out in these last days. What is it? What it is? The coming of the Lord Himself. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God. May He direct your heart into the love of God. You know, some people they can't collect themselves from football, their, their hearts are into something. They watch certain films. They like uh, 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 soap operas and those things. That their hearts are into that. But for you, the Lord directs your hearts into the love of God. And into the patient waiting for Christ. What is that? Perseverance. 
you are perseveringly, perseveringly waiting for the coming of the Lord. Then one day, I will see him as he sees me. Face to face, the lover and the love. But until then, you persevere. Amen. You, you keep on keeping on. So an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly at the appearing of the Son of God. Number four, the final thing. Perseverance because our calling and election demands it. Second Peter 1.10 Our calling and election demands it. Wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure. He's talking to us. Amen. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. And the way to ensure that is the list of these things. Paramount among them is perseverance. The thing you must feature in these last days games of the faith. Perseverance. If you believe on the Lord Jesus, persevere. If you have found the truth, persevere. Persevere in it. If you are believing God for something, keep persevering. Don't surrender so easily and don't surrender at all to the enemy. So because of our calling and election, we must persevere. Life is said that you are not going to achieve anything or become anything without perseverance. Life itself. Forget about even being a Christian. How can you? Show me any high point in this life that you could ever get to without perseverance. Is it in the home or in the field? If you even say that you won't go out, you stay in your house. You have to persevere to get to a certain level. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> what do I mean? Let's say you were a housewife or just a wife. Suppose you are not even going out. You live, work, and everything alone. How do you have a marriage without perseverance? So you couldn't persevere at where you work or whatever. That's why you came home. You said that, you know, I don't want, I don't want nonsense or whatever. Then when you came home, there's nonsense in the house. <laughs> How do you persevere in ministry? Or how do you have ministry without perseverance? How do you rise to social significance without perseverance? You should read the story. All things are ours. You can learn from men. Because they are God's creation. The story of Abraham Lincoln. What perseverance? If I read his story, you, you will know what I'm talking about. Thomas Edison because of science a lot of people know that you can't have significance in life without perseverance sometimes when John Wesley was preaching people threw eggs at him 
and rotten tomatoes but through perseverance he has left behind an iconic institution called the Methodist church just one one can you imagine you were sacrificing your whole destiny for one egg thrown at you whatever the devil throws at you may you make something out of it as someone said make lemonade out of lemon amen if you don't understand it don't worry listen perseverance is what makes up even for the absence of talent or gift there is something called the genius of industry not industry as in uh, uh, factories but industry as in hard work an industrious person a persevering person we will soon discover he's a genius because sometimes we say somebody's a genius it's like he has it by nature but there is the genius of an industri- industrious person so what talent and gift cannot give you perseverance will give you may you never say i'm not talented again your way out is what perseverance perseverance you will soon bypass those with so-called gifts and talents and by the grace of god this year we are not crawling we are not walking we are not running we are what soaring that will take all the energy that we can master perseverance the proof of energy is perseverance but you have energy and let me remind you that we have not covered the first quarter of the month yet we have just just at the threshold you can't get tired you can't be weary you can't drop out we will still keep on pressing and keep on praying and keep on preaching hallelujah this life requires the energy of a mountain climber it requires the fitness of an athlete sometimes when God wants to talk to his men he will call them up and they were old men Abraham and Moses climbing this life will require the bravery of a soldier you can't be walking about with chicken heart you have to be brave it's Christianity to be brave you are courteous but you are brave this life requires the patience of a mother you need to take your time you can't order your child that you give birth to, to grow immediately in front of you it doesn't work that way you need perseverance sometimes your child will stay with you for years and you should go and ask those mothers what they have been through to have this even when the child walks away from them or become true and they are praying for the child to come back what a heart that is what you need to become anything that god wants you to become in this life amen and you must want to become something why not why are we saved from sin we are saved from sin to become a saint 
we are saints to become servants of Jesus Christ. Paul was not just a saint. He was a saint, all right. But when he writes, he says, Paul, the servant of Jesus Christ. He, he made progress. And that with perseverance. We are to serve our generation according to the will of God. All this will take perseverance. Each one of us must find a place and a space in this life. Listen. Find a place and a space in this life. Stay there until it becomes something there. Stay there. Are you a preacher? Stay there until it becomes something. Are you a husband? Stay there. Are you a wife? Stay there. What is your calling? Stay there. Abide in it. Where has God called you to be? Stay there. Stay there. I don't know what people want. They can't stay at one thing. It's a very bad attitude. Find a space and a place and stay there. It will require all the courage in you, but stay there. Devils may come up against you, but stay there. Martin Luther said, here I stand at the heat of the reformation. He said, here I stand, I change not. God be my helper. And because he stood there, the world had a reformation. May you stand in your sacred places. Persevere. Don't give your marriage to the devil. Don't give it to doubts. Don't give it to people. Don't give your future to those who are intimidating you. Don't give your ministry. You can't protect yourself so much until you mean nothing anymore in life. You protect yourself so much until you mean nothing anymore. What is the use of a car that will never leave the, 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 the manufacturing site? It will be of no use. The glory of that car, though there are accidents and whatever, but we let it out. May you be on the road for destiny. May you be on the road for your calling and election. There may be some accidents. Some things may happen. But it's better to live that way. Than to protect yourself so much until you mean nothing anymore. In this life. Prove that the life God gave you is worth it by becoming something. Proof. And perseverance is the way you prove it. Paul did it. He proved it. You can't. Others like you persevere in this life until their names are written in granite. It's your turn. I love those two words. It's your turn. That phrase, it's your turn. Say after me, it's my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Take the stage. Live perseveringly. It's the most sacred thing to do apart from professing faith in Jesus Christ that you persevered. Is the most sacred thing to do. The perseverance of the saints. Today, in our daily strength reading, that is how it ended. You persevere because Romans chapter 8 
is perseverance. What shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall this, 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 that? Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. How were we more than conquerors? Because we run away? No. Because we're chicken out? No. Because we compromise? We were cringing? No. But because we persevered. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be upon us to persevere. Hallelujah. When you are getting tired and weary, take some time off, wait upon the Lord, and you shall renew your strength. Don't be running about until you run out of energy. Have some time. Just wait on God. Let the Lord know. He won't kill you, He won't fire you. That Lord, I need you. I'm tired. I'm weary. Lord help me this problem is still hunting me he will help you and you will find strength and courage like never before praise God all those things that want to weary you they are the same place God want to crown you therefore don't give up when you come to those points patience cheerful patience for that matter Shut yourself in your room and laugh as we are talking to God about it. That Lord, you see, I'm tired. I don't feel condemned at all for being tired. You love me, and I'm going to press on. Praise God. There was a minister. You see, it's one thing to be sick and you pray to be well when you are just a Christian, but it's one thing to be a minister. And then you are praying to be well and you are not getting well. So he prayed and prayed and prayed was not getting well. And he wants to go out and minister the word of God. Then the word of the Lord came to him. He said, occupy till I come. When he prayed, that's what he hear. Occupy till I come. Occupy till I come. I, I want healing. What is occupy till I come? So he understood that the Lord was saying that I want you to press on with my unstoppable gospel. Occupy till I come, till your last breath. The man carried his Bible for his next program. Immediately he stepped out, he got well. You will find many miracles just by persevering. Hallelujah. Be on your feet. You are not going to live a flat Christian life. You are going to be a high rising Christian on the, on the faith landscape because you are adding to your life. Lord, give me grace for perseverance. Open your mouth and pray. Grace for perseverance. Receive grace for perseverance. Receive grace. No quitting in this life. No quitting. Are you weary? Receive grace. Physical weariness, spiritual weariness, emotional weariness. Receive grace tonight. This year, God has set a table before you. Don't walk away from that table. Sit down, stay, 
and take in everything on that table it's yours glory is on the table power is on the table your healing is on the table your ministry is on the table don't let anything frighten you out of your own dining table he has brought you into his banqueting house is banner over you with love stay there find your place and your space and stay there are you called to preach stay there are you called to lead stay there don't let some people move you from where you work enough of being moved about because you can't stand anything at your workplace be strong and be there i don't like the way they look at my face who cares stay there how would moses have stayed in egypt if you have been looking at the face of pharaoh stay there pharaoh told him i don't want to see your face again but he stayed there who is intimidating you rise in faith and stay there keep your place and keep your space what dreams have you been having that tell you that you will not marry for long which kind of devil is twisting your mind god has given you marriage to enjoy forever who is telling you that you will lose your children god has given you your children to enjoy forever children are the heritage of the law let the devil know but you are not giving in let your enemies know you are not bowing down don't be a coward that any slight thing you push what belongs to you to the enemy no no retreat no surrender what is yours is yours what is yours is yours your salvation is yours your righteousness is yours job said my righteousness i hold fast i will not let it go your calling is yours your ministry is yours see we have this ministry as we have obtained mercy we faint not rise and serve the lord serve him against unnumbered foes serve him against the forces of darkness serve him against the gates of hell serve him i went for evangelism and i was despised they laughed at me get up and go again get up and go again do it again do it again do it again do it again have you not read in the bible how paul preached and he was stoned after the stoning he got up and went back to the same city get up and go back to your task get up and go back to your work 
get up and go back to your office get up and go back to duty get up and go back to mission get up and go back to what you are supposed to do don't give in and don't give up don't let anybody intimidate you out of God's purpose for your life run the Christian race to the finish line fulfill your calling make your calling and election sure in the name of Jesus be a man of cheerful endurance hopeful endurance don't be a whining pining Christian a complaining murmuring Christian don't let depression take over your life throw away every sign of depression be a joyful Christian a happy Christian a bubbling Christian an excited Christian perseverance with exuberance in the name of Jesus press in with the joy of the Lord press in with the joy of the Lord press in with the joy of the Lord it won't be long you have need of patience but after you have done the will of God you might inherit the promise oh yes Lord we will persevere we will continue in the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ press on my brother press on keep pressing keep pressing looking unto Jesus who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Tonight God is refueling your spiritual tank for perseverance. The spirit of the Lord is bearing witness within me and want the church to know he wants you to know in particular that tonight he is meeting you tonight something is happening to you tonight 
individually here there is a host a heavenly host in this room so much so much that you can't give up on anything heaven's help are at your command lift your two hands and say help oh god help one more time say help oh god help you will not faint you will not fall you will not quit the lord is helping you tonight i see so much help in this place i see so much grace in this place i see so much hope in this place whatever you thought was hopeless no there is so much hope there is a deficit of hopelessness and rather there is a credit of hopefulness receive an impartation of hope in your life in the name of jesus christ you shall abound in hope you shall abound in hope you shall abound in hope your expectation will not be cut short yet a little while yet a little while just grace to press in a little while because you will see what you are not seeing now you will see what you are not seeing now you will see what you are not seeing now you will see what you are not seeing now in the name of jesus who is tired tonight the spirit of the lord is infusing strength into you be strengthened with might and power in your inner man be strengthened with might and power in your inner man i pray the apostolic prayer of strength over your life in the name of jesus you shall not faint christ will hold you fast power will hold you fast the spirit will hold you fast the same grace that has kept me shall keep you the same power that has helped me this far shall hold you thus far in the name of jesus the sea of devils shall split in front of you by our god you shall run through troop and it shall leap over us in the name of jesus the host of devils shall not wear you out there are not enough devils out of hell to stop you in this meeting god is saying to you there are not enough devils say after me not enough devils not enough devils there are not enough devils out of hell to stop you i see you racing to your destiny i see you racing to your destiny i see you racing to your destiny I see you making progress progress. I see you making progress progress. I see you making progress progress. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are a persevering saint. You are not a quitting saint. You are a prevailing saint. In the name of Jesus. They shall come against you in seven ways in one way but they shall flee in seven ways you are fortified against every onslaught of the enemy the 
the Lord make your forehead like a flint the Lord help you develop callousness in the secret place that the more hotter the fire the harder the, the harder you shall kneel the Lord strengthen your feeble knees and let every hand that is hanging down be lifted up for yours is the promise yours is the glory yours is the abundant ministration entrance into the kingdom of our God you shall not fall out thank you father many are called few are chosen you will be among the few among the few are the faithful you shall be among the faithful among the few and when the Lord shall appear then shall you the faithful persevering you the called chosen few faithful persevering you shall appear with him in glory in Jesus name we have prayed amen hallelujah we bless the Lord for what he has done for us tonight please be seated